Didn't you ever watch Pocahontas or what one of those movies where it goes into like we're all the same thing? No, we're but I know bark? that I, know. I know that from science. <laughs> I was like, you didn't see that like Disney movie from the nineties? And you're like, no, I just like, you know, research science. <laughs> to each his own, I guess. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bears and Brews podcast. I'm Salome. And I'm Pam. And I'm Charlotte. <laughs> we all said our own names that time. Yeah, look at Way us. Guys, that was like the, the first try and we didn't fuck it up. I love oh, that it's amazing. literally just us saying our own names and we're celebrating that we didn't mess it up. <laughs> I'm Pam. Oh shit, that was wrong. Uh, how's everybody doing? Good, good. I watched the movie William uh, recently. Oh God, I watched no, it twice. Please don't. please don't. It's relevant <laughs> to this podcast. It's a science fiction about Neanderthals in the modern world. That's all. Someone else, please watch it so I can discuss it with someone because, like, nobody thinks it's as interesting as I do. <laughs> I think it's interesting. I just, at this point, I'm just trolling you and, like, your, your hybrid crossbreeding, like, Neanderthal thing. I'm just... I'm just trolling. I'm just making fun I of you for being find, so into it. I just find it fascinating, the idea that there's, like, more than one type of human. Like, but of course there is. There's more than one type of wolf, you know, and we are just mammals, as we always say. And so I just find it very, very interesting, and I don't know why. But well, when you it said it was relevant, these I was ethical like... issues and what ifs, and I'm like, okay, well, now I need to ponder these with someone, but no one's watched it. Well, I did a double take. I was like, is this part two of our segments on <laughs> Neanderthals? <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I just really thought I blacked out. How have you been doing, Pam? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You remembered oh. to ask. Good good one, Charlotte. <laughs> and I didn't even know. What are you drinking? Oh, wait. Too, too soon. Okay. How are you? Uh... I'm good. I've had a very, very tumultuous week at work. Uh, you need a vacation. Very, very stressful, very scary. I do need a vacation, but I'm doing a mini one because on Saturday... She's coming here, guys. I, I'm trying to get her to come here. <laughs> I, maybe I would if, if I wasn't doing what I'm actually doing, <laughs> which is I was invited to go with some photographers on a private snow coach tour in Yellowstone, and the guide is an amazing photographer. He knows so much about wildlife. It's amazing. And this bitch rented uh, a camera I'm very for fucking it. Excited. I did. I rented a camera and a big fucking lens. So I'm so excited it, for you. But yeah, this is the camera and lens I want to invest in. So this will be this will be good practice. Yeah. But I'm super excited uh, to be on his private snow coach. I've done a bunch of snow coach tours before, but it was with strangers and it's always very like, we're going here, we're going here, we're going here, like the package kind yeah. of deal. And this is, we are going for some fucking wildlife, It's going to be so awesome. But there's going to be a really bad storm. So I I mean, who knows? We might just see some snowy bison, but that's okay. That would also be Snowy dope. bison. <laughs> yeah. And they are great practice for photography they because are. they move around, but not too fast. Exactly. Salome, are you doing anything fun this weekend? Uh, David's here in town. 
So um, I think we're going to be remodeling the old house and um, yeah, probably making a dinner together. Just dumb, silly stuff like that. Wow. That's exciting. <laughs> oh my God. You can at least <laughs> pretend to be. What was your dumb thing? You're going to go hang out in the snow? And take pictures of shit. <laughs> Sorry, it is really cool. I'm very excited for you. Um, no, I'm excited that David. Honestly, I'm excited that David's in town, and you guys can just do like normal couple things that a, a like married so- couple would do on the weekend. Like it sounds really weird, but literally my favorite thing to do right now is just making dinner with him, like putting oh, on music and making dinner with him. Why is that just, so like, romantic? It's like the most. I. It sounds so, so silly, sweet. but like it's. I no, love it, it so much. It sounds lovely. Uh, what What are you guys drinking? I forgot to drink. I drank some some fiber supplement stuff earlier. That's really that's kind of the opposite of drinking a beer. <laughs> Charlotte, what are you drinking? I'm drinking orange juice, full pulp, because I like it thick. Yes, Ooh. I love the. Oh, pulp. you do like I it. I like it thick. <laughs> the pulp is. You're a size queen. The pulp is so <laughs> good though. Mm. I, I love like it. it. No, the pulp is nasty. No, no pulp. It's like we're it's just talking about it's... the benefits of fiber, bitch. <laughs> I stand corrected. I will see myself out. Good day, sir. I just love how like how fast that came out too. We're just talking about the benefits of fiber, bitch. <laughs> oh, so oh my god. I think there's fiber in beer, right? I think there's fiber in my drink because it's. A pineapple IPA. So I say, what are you drinking? Okay, sorry, I literally that just scoffed good. at you, but it's pineapple juice, Pam. Is it pineapple juice? Let me is it a pulpy IPA? I did not mean to buy this. <laughs> Let me start with what that. What happened? I did not mean did to you purchase close your this. Eyes and you just like reached in. <laughs> okay, it has a little. We'll post a photo. It has a little cabin on the front Aww. with a hound dog and Aww. Adirondack chairs and a campfire. And you didn't mean to po- to buy it. Are you and, she meant to and buy it's it. an IPA that is seven percent. I, I didn't is know. I should say I meant to buy this. I didn't mean to buy a pineapple. One. Oh, do you not like pineapple? You're not like super into pineapple. I don't like flavored beers. I like pineapple beer. Here you go. Guys. I don't like IPAs, I but I like pineapple beer. I I don't know if I like, I like IPAs, but beers. if I ever do drink a beer and I like it, it tastes like something. Like you had me try one that was like grapefruit or pear. Or like me yeah, when we were we were with yeah it wouldn't have been grapefruit i fucking it was hate grapefruit some kind of like nasty. you guys don't like grapefruit right? at all no okay, this just took a grapefruit turn grapefruit can fucking burn in hell i hate grapefruit <laughs> i don't know so if much. i feel that you guys i might have to leave the room <laughs> anyway uh it was when we we're when we were, when we made dinner with yell and uh god what was it are you sure that was an IPA and not a cider? Because I, I had two it was ciders. A cider. I'm sorry. I love cider. Yeah. I don't really know. Pineapple the cider difference. also delicious. Uh, um, yeah. So anyway, this is called Stay K IPA by that Cascade. Like, so anyway, let's shut up about what you were talking about. Back to my IPA. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to be efficient. Gotcha. Look, we're all inclusive on this show. You don't just because I'm getting you drunk doesn't mean you guys have to. Or grapefruit? What'd you guys say about grapefruit? Just like two that seconds it's revolting. ago. Um, can we get a playback of that? <laughs> <laughs> all inclusive minus grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like grapefruit could go fuck itself or something like that. 
I believe that Salome has the, or no, sorry, Charlotte has the bear fact of the day. Sorry. I do. I just know what Bears are just like us. As I like to say, <laughs> we are all mammals. Am I reading a mammals. celebrity magazine by accident? Yes. <laughs> we are an article all from mammals. Bear Cosmo. And mammals are all the same on like many levels. Wild brown bears don't, you've all seen them like scratching themselves on the trees and it's super cute, but they also use rocks as tools to itch themselves. They have their own back scratchers. I was going to say like a back scratcher, (laughs) even though they already have like five inch claws, they're like, no, I'm going to do this dull ass rock instead. I'm like, can you back scratch me with those claws, please, sir? (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like the, I do feel like the rock would be less effective. Are their claws too sharp? No, because they have like really thick coats. That's so interesting. And not not that I'm going to have also, like a conversation tools. with a bear about how it's like inefficient, but yes, tools. And um polar bears also use tools. I we think it's use, interesting we can do that as a fact later though. We always use tools as like something to differentiate why humans are better and smarter than everything else, and then we still do it when an animal uses tools. We're like and it uses tools just like humans do. So therefore, it must be smart. And it's like, or maybe we are just like every other mammal. Yep. Well, also, the thing to think about with bears, bears have the largest brain size to body size ratio of any carnivore. They're fucking smart as shit. Oh, I think I do remember you saying that. Um, all right. So we are going to talk about wolves a bit today. But real quick, Yay! I want to share. Oh. Yeah. I- <laughs> frat butt frat boy i want to share a i want to share a message that our friend ashley sent us so she sent me this video of people getting way too close to a bison and oh wow i'm shocked right well she sent it to the um to the podcast uh instagram and the, the this is one of the best messages i've ever received about taurons ever it says quote pam I'm going to need you to tell every single wild animal in Yellowstone to just kill the fuck out of these people. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We, I, we, we can't condone that, but also, yeah. <laughs> yes, I would agree, Ashley. Also, whenever you say Turan, Turan sounds like a car to me, like the new Audi Turan. Doesn't it sound like... <laughs> Um, okay. Sorry, right, that well, was a random tangent. Thank you, but- Ashley. That made me laugh so hard. So I wanted to share it with the yes. world because it's thank just you, hilarious. Ashley. That was great. So, okay. One thing that I want to bring up from last week when we were talking about state populations of wolves. So some news came out yesterday, actually. So, uh, well, this will be like a, a week ago from when we're recording because we're recording early. But um, so California, we were talking about how there are um, wolves in California, but they're kind of uh, fragmented, not really named, that kind of thing. So late last year, there were counts and things like that. And they have what now are considered eight established packs with about, yeah, with about 45 wolves. So love that. Yeah, most of them are in the northern part. So there's a pack in Plumas County, which is where I go usually once a summer and hang out with my family. I have a bunch of family Aww. in that area. This and is now Pam's. I'm, like, I'm skiing in Tahoe voice. In case no, this is my. This <laughs> is my. I'm summer. excited because next time I go out there, 
I'm going to go like a day early and just drive around looking for the wolves of Plumas <laughs> County. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's eat it. That's great. Yay, wolves. Uh, you know what, Pam? Suck it. Okay. Go oh, yeah. uh, and then there are a co- two other packs in Lassen County. So these are like really kind of close to the Oregon border. But the new one um, that's been in the news is there's a family group of about eight to 10 of them. And they're down near Sequoia National Park, which is kind of like on the same like area as Bakersfield. So it's pretty far south. And this is the farthest south they've been since since they were eradicated. And how cool would it be to see pictures of wolves surrounded by the sequoia trees? Oh my God. It'd be gorgeous. But the cool thing about this this specific family group is (laughs) they have been named the Yalumni Pack which is from so they worked with the Tule River tribe or Tule sorry Tule River tribe and they the, they let the Tule River tribe uh name this wolf pack so they've called them the Yalumni which m- means wolf people because there was a band of Tule River tribe uh natives that had special relationships with wolves and they spoke what they called wolf tongue Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So a badass that indigenous people are like allowed, quote unquote, to name a pack. But how cool is that? And it was in that same area. Yeah. So wait, do you have details on what wolf tongue is or do I need to uh, go research? I don't have details on what it was. I just have de- so this this tribe, this Tule River tribe, they had they had diff- several like bands within them um of just like you know what they would call each other and things like that just like i guess any kind of human society does um but this is just one of the many that they had so that's very cool i have a question uh so you use the term like wolf pack but then also family group are those different things or is it just different ways to that's a great segue into social behaviors isn't it pam it is and it was <laughs> it was skimmed on last week not we didn't we didn't uh i think i just kind of said it in passing but a wolf pack is a bit of a misnomer so they they live in family groups and so i myself because of my dog training past, I try to not say like pack as much because of all the misconceptions with the comparisons um, between dog behavior and wolf behavior. And so they are family groups. I, I try to, I try to use that for the most part. Sometimes I'll say pack. Uh, in this case, I was using pack because that's what it is in like the news articles and shit like that. But a pack is a family group. So they are synonymous I gotta but, be honest. I like the word pack. I'm gonna continue to use it. That's fine. I'm old. I Apparently, really... that makes me a boomer or whatever. But <laughs> I'm still gonna call it a wolf pack. I'm still gonna call my dogs a pack of dogs. <laughs> well, I really like the family group because I feel like it it is more like, or it's a it's a cool descriptive. Like I think it does bring like a different mental image. It does. Um, it does, and it's totally really more sweet. accurate. I just like the word pack (laughs) i think what it does for me and what i've seen it do for others is and i don't want to say humanize them right because we've talked before about how animals have such a wide range of emotions that we're just barely beginning to understand humans aren't the only ones and so we'll talk about it in a minute because we are going to talk about social dynamics but 
wolves um, are fiercely loyal to their families and, you know, they, they live in literal family groups and just like humans, there's things some of them tolerate and some of them don't. And some of them are more benevolent leaders and some of them are more aggressive leaders. And it's, it's very fluid and it's, it's very expansive and, you know, with camera traps and GPS collars and, and more advanced research methods, we're learning that there's basically no rules, right? Like the book I talked about, one of the books I talked about last week, Decade of the Wolf, they talk about all these different stories of stuff they've seen in the field and things like that. And how you might think like just when humans think they understand wolf dynamics, a bunch of shit happens that proves us wrong. So I, that's another reason why I prefer to say family group, because I think it gives a little more compassion to, to what they are, but, but no, but no shade on you, Charlotte, for calling them pack. That's totally fine. Cause I, I know, I know what you know about it and things like that. So, yeah, I just like the word cause it makes me nostalgic. All right. So last week was a bit of a rundown. Some of the basic stuff about wolves in North America we ended discussing like how they hunt and a little bit of that social dynamic with hunting and things like that. Um, we could do like a whole mini series just on their social aspects and their behaviors, but I don't want to get like too deep into it. Cause that's a rabbit hole that um, all of us being dog owners and me being a prior dog trainer, we can go down that rabbit hole and just spend way too much time down there. <laughs> So these packs or family groups are made up of a breeding pair, um, also referred to as the alpha uh, female and male. I will not be referring to them as that because of all the misconception with domestic dogs. Yes, I'm so glad. No, I don't call them that anymore. Well, it's not very accurate, and, and we'll yeah. talk about why. Um, so also, just it's the a- term alpha has been like co-opted into this like horrible- It's very it's bro-dude like- culture. Yes. Right? Yeah. We were not like a huge fan and of that. Those are so. letters of the Greek alphabet. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, you know, true leaders don't need to swing their dicks around shouting about it. So accurate. Um, if anyone that is listening to this considers himself an alpha male, I have two words for you. You're not. <laughs> That's going to be accurate. something a lot meaner than that. That's way. I know. I thought it was going to be fuck you. I know. Fuck off. But also that. That's way, that's way better. I like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Good All point. right. Back to wolves. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we have a breeding pair and we usually have yearlings, um, some variation of older uh, pups that were born into the pack that hang around. Um, there can also be elderly that are no longer breeding, um, but they are still with the pack. And then, of course, new pups. So a lot of times with these with these yearlings or these older pups, uh, just like humans, they have a, a wide range of personalities. You know, sometimes they'll go off on their own and try to, you know, find their own own other half to to become a breeding pair, or they'll kind of slink in with another pack and try to join another Romantic. pack. Yeah, but sometimes they're just like cool to hang around and help out the family and just do whatever. Um, and, and packs can be anywhere from a few wolves to like over 30. But the ones that end Aren't up the getting... the or Junction Buttes at like 45 recently? 
Uh, Junction Buttes. Yeah. yeah. They were after like, their pups, but insane. only one pup ended up surviving. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, and so th- those larger ones are not very sustainable, and ultimately they end up branching off. Like Druid Peak Pack was probably the most famous wolf pack ever in Yellowstone. Um, they ended up having a disease pretty much wipe them out. But the Junction Buttes are the big ones Sad. now. Um, some of them have left for the Mollies Pack. Some have left for Rescue Creek. And some of them have started brand new ones like the Shrimp Lakes. Which yes, we've seen, Charlotte. That's cool. Yeah, that was on yeah. our when we saw the mountain lions. We saw the shrimp lake pack. Yep, and I believe they have eight now. I think they had four pups, but I could be wrong. I am not a. There are a lot of people who are wolf Yellowstone wolf specific experts. I am not one of them. I I know some. I know kind of the gist of where the different groups are and what they do and their patterns and things like that. But I definitely don't know individuals. I you know I don't know specifics. There are some great websites that we will link where you can learn that information. But um, that's that's just not my wheelhouse. Um, can I? ask a quick question about that absolutely maybe this is something that you're going to go over anyway but you mentioned like them joining other wolf packs or sorry Mm -hmm. other like family groups like Mm -hmm. is that common i guess my impression which could definitely be wrong is that they couldn't really like go off and join another family group that they might not be accepted into that family that is true um but it also depends on the uh the gender of the wolf and the individuals in that other family group so most of the time if a female wolf wants to go join another pack she is accepted a lot of times with the males they aren't um but sometimes what will happen is males sometimes will like sneak in and breed with some of the females and then take Wiley. off like there was one Charlotte's ears picked up. i mean we need it for diversity but still sneaky yeah there's a specific one. Um, I cannot remember his number, which is a travesty. He fathered so many wolves in so many packs, and he was he would slink around on his own, and then he would creep into these other packs when the other males were like out hunting or whatever, oh and he he'd, like bang the girls, and yeah, <gasps> and he fathered so that many, and they talk about it in the decade guy. of the wolf. Book. Yeah, Pam, is his name Adam Levine? <laughs> no it's nick cannon bro oh my god yes oh my god it really would be the nick cannon of wolves um yeah so but but it really depends right and it also depends on like their ages and what groups they're going to um you know if it's a smaller if it's a smaller pack like the shrimp lakes only had four their first year um and now they have pups uh one of the ones in california actually is uh the harvey pack they have a breeding pair and one pup but they're a family group who does their own thing so they're considered their own pack so in that case a lot of time if they are smaller like that or um you have those situations where okay this guy's coming up he's being super submissive he's not he's he just wants to help like it's mutually beneficial to have another member as long as they're not trying to fuck your bitches. <laughs> like Nick Cannon. Yeah. Although some, but sometimes they don't mind that. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's been times. They're into that. I think there's a term for that 
So the wolves are into polyamory is what I'm hearing. Yes. No. Uh, generally, no. Oh I mean, God. there's been stories of some of them, like where the breeding female is, she goes and there was one case where one went and tried to kill all the pups that her sister had. Well, one year, one year in the Junction Buttes, they had, the Junction Buttes one year had three separate females have litters. And they let, they did not fuck with them. They everyone, you know, was, well, was fine with it. So uh, just like humans, it's very dynamic. It's very everyone is a little bit different. And you know, I think a big misunderstanding too is uh, these family groups are ran by the females. These are matriarchal societies. They are not patriarchal. See, wolves have it going on again with your alpha male bullshit. Well. Guess what? You're pussy whipped by an alpha female. I love this so much. <laughs> we'll see how much I leave in. Um, okay. <laughs> so, you know, moving on. So there there are hierarchies in wolf packs. But, but the thing is, they are almost always predicated on the family factor. So usually, like, the quote-unquote leaders of the pack are just, just the breeding dad, pair. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or grandpa or whoever, right? Uh, uncle different things like that. And so, um, you know, I, I don't want to get too into it, but I am going to say the whole alpha bullshit comes from a quote unquote study that was literally ran by Nazis where they took juvenile male wolves out of the wilderness and put them in concrete enclosures. I want to say Ugh. in Poland and they observed their interactions and said, this is all canine behavior. So that's that where the whole the Nazis, but yeah. So it, that'd be like aliens coming to Earth and going to, like, a prison and saying this is how all humans act. That's... Right? Ugh, yeah. That disgusts me. And there have just, been study on study on study and so much observational data to support that these hierarchies are actually highly dynamic and fluid. So they depend on... Every situation is different. So what what Wolf might be kind of taking charge in one situation might defer to another one in another situation. And it's not right. true that the breeding pair always has to eat first. Like it's it's different in every situation and in every family group. It's so, almost like they're individuals and a family is dynamic and an individual family. Thought? Yeah. Yes, but actually something I, I did mean to bring up is uh, so when the pups are really young, so pups are usually born in April and kind of like dogs, they don't really start coming out of the den and, and getting to do their own thing till they're about eight or 10 weeks. But one thing that I meant to mention when you were talking about nieces and nephews is females in the same family group, whether they have pups or not, they will lactate and they take turns nursing and caring Aww. for the pups. So the pups will nurse from their aunts. Like a wet nurse. Um, and it gives the mama break. <laughs> yeah, it gives the mama break. It gives the mama chance to go hunt. Yeah, so and I've seen that before on the Junction Buttes at the den site. Um, I've seen them nurse. Cool. I've seen the pups You've nursing on mom. In the yes, wild? on mom and aunt. Yes, That's of 907. So cool. Yeah, she's one of the only ones I know by number. But yeah, <laughs> so they and they will do that. And they, and so they'll be able to take turns and they will help each other out in those in those cases. And so that's crazy. So, yeah, 
I mean, in all these cases, wolves have really been shown to have a variety of like literally emotions and personalities, and they're super, super family oriented. You know, it it's sad when you see a wolf, like the number one killer of wolves in Yellowstone is other wolves. And that's usually because they're coming in, they're fucking around. Uh, and it sucks, of course, but that's part of nature right humans kill each other for a lot less things than fucking with our families like they're like nick cannon fucking around or they're just like messing with bugging <laughs> either the they will kill a wolf that tries to come in and breed with their females or if they're just getting too close they're starting shit um you know whatever the case is and and it's also a little bit cyclical like in the winter in yellowstone the molly's pack usually kind of goes up to lamar valley for a few months and they they have kind of learned to coexist with the Junction Buttes, not necessarily in the same spot, but they have both learned that they're going to bump up against each other in this season, and we don't need to just kill the fuck out of each other. They still do sometimes. That's very cool. In another way that they're not like alpha males. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And they have a lot of different vocalizations, so we know, okay, they don't howl at the moon, right? I really hope that's a... A well-known fact that they that's howl, not a fact. Though. Yeah, totally. I definitely you could make that. them howl at the moon by howling around other wolves when they're yes, a but the moon wolf. is not causing the howling. You can start so a howl. Is that what you're saying? You can yeah. definitely start a howl. We've done you it. You literally can. We've done it. Yeah, not <laughs> yeah, in the wild. Super cool. I should say that. Like, don't go trying to start howls in the wild. Don't fuck with them. Like, <laughs> and I'll talk about why in a second. But when we were at the Colorado Wolf and Wildlife Center which is um, where one of the photos we posted with last week's show was taken. We're not, Charlotte and I are just, we're not out just feeding wolves. <laughs> yeah, we from, don't put feed wolves, but we do it. From logs, but, um, from logs. but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, and, and at the end of the tour, everybody starts howling and all the wolves start howling it's so cool so cool and then they do like a midnight tour sometimes and like then they will howl at the moon right because it's like a full moon (laughs) well the moon is there there. yeah again i just want to say they're not howling at it it's just there i know know. Uh, yeah but they have a lot of different vocalizations and this is why i say don't go out and just start howling because um their vocalizations mean things like warnings to each other and to rival family groups um fear and actually sometimes they'll also do like an invitation to nurse yeah uh, that, definitely that's don't want to do that <laughs> these are just vocalizations that's for really the most cute. part that is very cute yeah but howling, howling specifically can be used to like keep the pack together like find out where everybody is um keep keep strangers away uh stand their ground they can communicate a kill site and one of the things that makes wolves just so cool, sometimes they just do it for fun. They're just like, we're just going to have some fun and fucking howl. Just nice. like frat boys. <laughs> the only way they're like, hopefully. Hearing a wolf howl in the wild is primal. Charlotte, did we hear him howling when you were around? No, I don't think so. I, I thought we heard, heard a little bit of howling before. at the mountain lion, though. That's a good word for it. We might have. I don't think so, though. But it just like it's like when you hear a lion roar, like it just yeah. does something primal. But no, totally. I was out. Yeah, I was in the Tetons last week and I was with one of my friends who's also a guide. And 
we weren't, I wasn't like on a guided tour. We were just out looking for wildlife together, but we went to this spot where there had been wolves lately and we didn't see any, but we heard this one howling in the tree line, probably 200 yards away. And when you just hear that howl, even though we didn't see them, there is something so magical just knowing you're in their presence of yeah. a wild wolf. There's really Absolutely. nothing like it. That's I feel so like it's cool. so much like that for like for like so many different wild animals, but wolves are my favorite, so hard to agree. Yeah. And there's nothing really like a wolf. It's just great. Um, yeah. So, Salome, when you come up, we're going to get it on the books I would absolutely to use your love. terminology in text the other day. <laughs> oh, is that? I was like, when are you coming? We need to fucking plan it. Uh, is yeah. That what I but, said? Sorry, yeah, my, you said we got to get something on the books. My personal <laughs> assistant probably texted that. That probably wasn't me. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I would love to hear a wolf howl. That'd be so. It's cool. it's great. I mean, it's not a guarantee by any means, but uh, I'm gonna I mean, try to get a. I need a guarantee if I'm gonna put it on the books. I need something. So. <laughs> I can guarantee that I'll play you a howl on YouTube. <laughs> Thank if you. you. You're a real one. Um, no, but I'm trying to get uh, reservations at one of the campgrounds in the park this summer that I've never camped at that I really want to camp at. It's like in between all the action. And if I get it, you're coming, but you can sleep in the car. Is that any safer? <laughs> okay? Well, if yes, that's way I safer. I guess if you guys are in. Wait, I thought you said it didn't that the tent was safe, so that I didn't need to worry about it. And then you're like, wait, it is way safer. I don't know what to believe now. I'm so confused. <laughs> They're both very, very safe. One is just very, very safer more than the other one. Sleeping in a hard-sided vehicle versus a tent is just safer in general. But the likelihood of us getting having an encounter at night is still just as low. But if it does happen, you're safer in the car. Okay. And I don't know if this is helping. Or I think so. Well, also, like, you know... You know, like the like run faster than the people with you. So like if you're in the tent outside and I'm in the car, then I'm probably like safer, safer, right? Just kidding. I don't. That's what I mean. I don't want if anything. If it does happen, you're safer. I know, but because like you would be the. the She'd be eating Pam. It would be yeah. eating Pam. Yeah, but. I really <laughs> don't want you to get eaten. I absolutely do you're not. You're too busy eating to Pam to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, but I mean, that's safer, really safer. the only way I want to go out. That's Wait, true. okay, so she's I don't... not going to mind. It would be an honor. <laughs> Should I be worried about your psychological state before I go camp with you in Yellowstone? Is this? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> just if like, I'm going to die, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> I don't want to be in that place. I want to say this here and now. If that does happen, that bear better not be fucking euthanized. Also, that bear Pam better has not said... be fucking euthanized. If that happens, she wants her body to be left there so that all the animals can feed on it and it can yes, decompose. Throw into me the into the woods. Throw me That's into the sweet. woods. That's definitely, uh, you know, how you can like have in some areas like you're buried and then there's like a tree planted or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the mammal. It's like that, that, but more morbid. Um, it's like that, but animal <laughs> shit everywhere from feeding on me. And I also, I also really appreciate that. That just does seem on brand. It's very cool. It absolutely is, and it's much cooler it's very than just. Unbranded. I was going to say, I, I don't want to say anything that offends anyone that's lost a loved one at all. Um, but it's, so I guess, I guess what I'll just say is like, that's, you know, a very personal choice. And if you can choose something that fits your beliefs, that's freaking awesome. Like more power to you. 
Why are you trying to be so politically correct? I was like, Just say what's on your so nice. We threw, we, we threw that out the window on our like second episode. Salome is so nice. And Pam and I are like, let's say offensive shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Allie. Here's why I cannot wait till we're done with this series. So we don't have to listen to Charlotte Howell anymore. Oh, bitch, you have to listen to this for the rest of your life. Sorry. <laughs> That sounds amazing, though. I, I'm tempted. I, I am tempted to camp with you in a tent there. I, I will. Con- I will consider it. That that is just amazing. Just that you consider it. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Um. All right. So we are going to talk about threats in a future episode because it is where it's one of the ones that is. You know, we talked There's last week about. Yeah, we talked last week about how so much stuff about wolves deserves its own episode, and I have been picking and choosing which ones, but one of them is threats. And along with that, we're going to talk about, like, that's going to be in, like, the one where we talk about some of the political stuff that's going on and, you know, fear-based things and stuff like that. But in case anyone is surprised at this fucking point, what is this, episode 20, (laughs) episode 19 or 20, not counting microbruins, it's humans. (laughs) No way. Should we have a poll before every episode? What do you think the biggest threat to? <laughs> uh, okay, so we have hunting, trapping, poisoning, Gross. habitat destruction. But honestly, in my mind, the biggest threat to wolves because of humans is fear. You know, we t- Charlotte brought that up last episode about the big bad wolf. You know, that shit's drilled into us from a very young age. But as we've talked about on a prior episode, there have only been nine people killed by wild wolves in North America in modern history. Like, wolves are fine, y'all. They're just going to run away from you. Like, don't go up to them, but, like, they're not going to kill you. They're like 0.01% what bears have killed or 0.1%. And, and honestly, they don't really want much to do with humans. Right. And, and, and they, they really don't. And even if you're, and they can't buy guns. So I'm already less. Yes, absolutely. So, um, we're going to talk about bears next week. We're going to have a wolf break and then we'll get back on wolves. So we're going to talk about some bears last week or next week. Bears seems kind of off brand though. I don't know if we can do that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> wolves and wine? Wolves and wine! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll get last some week I was trying to think of that recording. and I couldn't think of anything and I'm like, oh yeah, one of like the most known types of alcohol. I, I didn't <laughs> Okay, it. let's do this. When we record in two weeks, because next week we'll be bears and then we'll do wolves. So let's do wolves and wine. You want yes, to? I love this. Wait, Pam, yeah, that means you have we... to drink wine. It's okay. I like wine. Do you? I love wine. Yeah, I like red wine. Dark red wine. Merlots, oh. Cabernets. Hang on. Say that again. Merlot, Cabernet. That's not how you said it the first time. I know. I Merlot's. fucked it up. I know. I didn't say, I didn't say it right. All right. Using. So um, I want to play the ceiling game. Okay. Yeah. We have, we have double wolves, though. Last week, we played the ceiling game with a, a bison and a wolf. Bison elk. and a wolf. Oh, elk? I thought it was an elk. No, elk. Elk and a wolf. Last week we played with an elk and a wolf. This week I want to play with a wolf and Jacob Black. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jacob Black. You could have you could have the best of both. Hey. <laughs> oh 
god. Okay, so yeah, so I mean that's more relevant to last week, but we'll do it because we did talk about it last week. So <laughs> last week we talked about being on Team Jacob. That was the name of the episode was Team Jacob. <laughs> um so would you guys rather have Jacob as a wolf? He has to be as a wolf fall through your ceiling. And and I should say, I I think Twilight is stupid and poorly written and awful. <laughs> it's not like you're going to say I horrible. I love trolling it. It 100% so, sounded like you're going to say I love it in the like well, it is a horrible. little bit ironic way, a little bit real way. Like an appreciation for how much it sucks. Yeah. I know it's like mean. I have just such a great appreciation for how awful it is. Like Tremors. Exactly. Except, yeah. We're, except we're Tremors not, like, is better. We're not like fans of Twilight. We're just trolling it at this point. So would you rather have Jacob when he is a wolf? Now that we've alienated or... all of the Twilight people listening to this episode. because it That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> um, or, or the Shrimp Lake Wolf Pack. So four adults and four pups or Jacob. Uh, let's start with Salome. Jacob Black as a wolf or the Shrimp Lake Wolf Pack. Uh, is he shrimp- permanently a wolf? No, he. Well, that's up to you, but he has to at least fall through. Charlotte, what are you thinking? Too of many variables, Pam. <laughs> well, make your own variable. He just has to come through as a wolf. Can you make him put a shirt on? Does he have? Why to be, would you want to? Yeah. To <laughs> um. No, because he could snuggle you and keep you warm, and he's a wolf you could actually cuddle with. As opposed to I like how I asked Salome and Charlotte's giving <laughs> their answer. Well, I didn't give an answer yet, bitch. Is this your answer, or are you, you just like weighing the pros and cons? <laughs> All of the above. Okay, but then, then. But then, when, like, you got too hot because you were snuggling with a literal wolf, he would turn back into a human, and y'all could bang. No, but he was still no, really but, hot then, too. He was, he was still hot as a human, remember? Temperature he's, a, he's in human form no. when he gets in the sleeping bag with her. He's not a wolf. He's like making eye contact with Edward. It's back to that. Also, she rode him. Some of them like that. Also, she rode him. Don't you want to ride a wolf? Bella rode Jacob. Yes, in both ways. (laughs) (laughs) I want to do both kinds of ridings of Jacob. Okay, so which would you pick? Oh my god, I was about to. um, Charlotte. Okay. All right, we have the the cons and the pros weighed. Yes. I'd pick Jacob. I'd obviously pick Jacob. <laughs> Why? So you can ride he's... him in both ways? <laughs> yes. He's a real wolf and he's also a real man, okay? Those are both excellent things. Okay. Excellent uh, excellent <laughs> riding <laughs> obstacles. Oh my god. Okay. All right, Salome. I would pick the Shrimp Lake pack. Did I say that right? Uh, for a yeah. few different reasons. Um, they have an awesome name. There's freaking they wolf do. pups. Oh my god. And like adult wolves and i haven't been around adult wolves yet and that would be so cool i would love that um and then also uh taylor lautner lautner seems like a very nice yeah. guy very cool um but i'm not he is i'm good i'm not interested <laughs> okay but that's yeah. just because you're married okay yeah well i'm picking jacob because your girl needs to get laid by a hawkeye <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And you could have the best of both worlds with Jacob Black. This is, I I started this by asking who wanted to like sleep with Alex Trebek or whatever, but I'm so sorry about the direction that this is taking. <laughs> Look, oh, listen. I want to sleep with Jacob Black. He's hot. There's no one in the town I live in that I would want to do that with. 
I, and honestly, I can't drive. I can't drive to Utah every time I'm in the mood. You're okay. in such a so you're in such a small town right now that if you said there's no one in the town that I live in, I also would have been like, yes, yes, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, but also like you could go out with him in the woods and like, yeah, and ride like, him. Guys would be really into <laughs> Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> All right, we got to get going though. She she. Like cheated and gave us two. Well, I've answers. seen the shrimp lakes quite a lot, and I've seen them playing around on a fucking riverbank, roughhousing and being adorable. You haven't seen Jacob Black. I that haven't much. got to roughhouse with Jacob Black, is what I'm saying. You know who? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that was fun. Um, thank you guys for coming on this tangent. <laughs> we will be back on bears next week, and then probably two two more wolves, probably maybe a third with a guest. Um, yeah. But definitely two more. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, email us bears and bruise podcasts at gmail.com. We're on the Facebooks and the Instagrams at bears and bruise podcast. Uh, oh, rate, review, and subscribe us. <laughs> also share, share our shit. We love it. Um, thank you, Christian share. Mills. I'm not gonna grovel music. though for shares. So like. Share if you like us, but like I'm not gonna beg. No, I am. You guys, I'm not above begging. I'm begging. I'm not. I'm 100 not. All right, thank you guys. This was really fun. I had so much fun tonight. Hope you guys had fun. We will be back next week for some bear talk. Bye, everybody. Bye, 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 guys.